Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I am joined today by the good Sean Coleman. Hello, Sean. Hi, Pete. How's it going? Well, it's going very well. It has been a busy season, but it feels like we're finally clear of some travel craziness to hear about your experience at Microsoft Ignite 2018. Uh, It's always a banner experience for us. And now that we've had some time to settle in with the big announcements, you have brought some reflections to share. That is right. Yep. And it's it's been it was interesting because when I was thinking about this today, I said, I'm going to talk about Ignite. How long ago was that? Because it seems like it was literally just a month ago, right, that it, that it ended, right? And, and I think it's, I always think, should I do these things right away or should I let the dust settle? And I kind of like where we're at right now uh, when I think back to, okay, month passed, what did it really mean? That is, I think that's a, a really great way to do it, right? We don't have to rush for hot takes. We're just, we're beyond hot takes. So, Let's let's start with a, a little bit of background. What does Ignite mean to BA Insight? I, I think it's it's a it's a great question because I, I think it means different to us than maybe a lot of uh, companies that go there, right? So, you know, if you typically think about why does a company go to a, a conference like that, it uh, it's usually sales driven. Uh, we're going to go and we're going to meet a lot of people and we're going to get a lot of leads and we're going to come back and we're going to you know drive our 2019 business from from this this show. Um, and I think what we've learned over a number of years is that our our market and our customers uh, doesn't really go that way, uh, which is I think it's actually morphed into a good thing, right? So we're we don't view Ignite as a as a sales driver, right? We don't view it as uh, you know lead generation or things like that. We what we view it as we view it as relationship building. We view it as the ability to go down and, and meet with you know both customers that are in attendance, prospects that are in attendance, people that we've known, uh, and then and then just you know everyone's in the same spot, everyone's in a in kind of a festive mood, uh, and we can do you know some fun things, right? We can we can get some dinners, we can get some lunches, uh, we can set up meetings and talk, and I I think that's really what we view it as, right? Microsoft's going to bring forty, fifty, sixty thousand people. To wherever they're at this year in Orlando, next year in Orlando, a good portion of those people are uh, probably deal with the problems that we're dealing with, and and you know we've hopefully through avenues like this, avenues like podcasts and our blogs, hopefully we've educated them, and they've got questions, uh, and they want to meet and they want to talk about it. So we we don't view it as a as a sales thing. We don't we don't get a booth, right? You couldn't find us on the booth floor, but we reach out to all the people that we know and and the people that are interested in talking with us, and we and we find we find time to have quality conversations, right? So I've been to a lot of booths and someone can come up and, and I can give them whatever swag I got, a pin mm-hmm. or other things like that. And they can say, what do you guys do? And I'll tell them, and we have a little quick five minute conversation. And, and maybe in the in days past, that was a positive. I think, oh, I talked to 30 people today. Yeah, when success is based on contacts. Right, yep. And, and what we've come to learn is I'd rather have three one-hour conversations that that really communicate our value and drive things forward then talk to you know while we we love meeting people uh it is more valuable us to talk in in more kind of quality ways and that's what we view ignite as a way to get real quality conversations with a number of different people uh in a you know in a in a setting that that Microsoft really spends a lot of money and and does a great they host a great party right they host a great conference and so that that's kind of what we view it well, there, there's the big announcement that that uh, I know you want to talk about, and and this is Microsoft Search. 
for those who, you know, I know so many people who, uh, you know, listen to this show, their heads are down, they're working hard and, and uh, might not have had an opportunity to, to kind of uh, sit up and take notice and really investigate what does this mean beyond the big headlines. So uh, tell us a little bit about Microsoft Search. Yeah, I mean, I, I think from in our market, that was the that was the big change, right? And so I I think there's a few things, and I'll kind of break it down piece by piece, right? When you first when you first hear about Microsoft Search, you would think, okay, well they're they're announcing and delivering, you know, an entire you know a new technology platform or something new uh, focused on search, and the way that rather than it being something new, I think it's a I think it's a correction in an approach, right? So. Um, Microsoft, obviously, their 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 cloud platform, their you know Microsoft you know Microsoft 365 or O365, whatever uh, you want to call it. Uh, when they brought all that technology together, uh, search was a piece of it, and they had a lot of they had their SharePoint search capability, uh, they had Outlook search capability, OneDrive, right? And they're bringing all this stuff together, uh, and they had kind of a strategy that they were going with. Around you know uh, hybrid search models, things that we've talked about you know on this on this podcast before, you know sure. through SharePoint search and things, and and it, I, I don't think it was an afterthought, right? But it was it wasn't kind of key to the business. And what they realized was when you bring all this stuff together, and an enterprise has all the things, and there's certain things that they expect in search. And so to me, the the, the main thing that we're excited about Microsoft Search is that it's an announcement that you know hey we're going to get really serious about this. And we're going to figure the right way to do it, right? And we're going to do it with the knowledge that Microsoft isn't the only ecosystem. So we do have to deal with third-party content and external content and things like that. So from the start, you know, the acknowledgement of, okay, there, there needs to be a kind of a concerted cross-division, cross, uh, cross-platform approach to this. So, so Microsoft's going to bring a team together and say, you know, search is a focus. Let's go solve this problem. Uh, and they're going to recognize that you, you've got enterprises have content in other systems uh, outside of, of Microsoft Purview. That needs to be a part of any type of what you would call enterprise search. Uh, and that then over the next year, 2018 to 2019, you're going to start see see things go in that direction. So one of the things that we've talked to a lot of people about is that, you know, it wasn't it wasn't an announcement announcing a release of anything. It was more an announcement of we're going to we're going to kind of set our brand here we're, we're going to you know where they had before you know the bing for business uh search they had sharepoint search well they're you know search in office search in outlook it's all microsoft search and and then microsoft search is going to exist in a bunch of different places so you have microsoft search for bing or microsoft search for office or microsoft search for onedrive uh, one central service that they're going to bring together. Do you get any sense on how this changed uh, uh, search operations at Microsoft? Does this does this mean there is a, a more sort of streamlined uh, approach to development of it, or is it just a branding thing? No, I think it, it, it's it's all in, right? And that's what we're happy about. Because you you could have gotten worried to say, yeah. is this is this just kind of a messaging thing? No, because and and we're lucky to have conversations with number of people in Microsoft. We actually had a great meeting at Ignite with probably 15 attendees from the Microsoft side and a number of our side to just really talk about this. And they're, they're bringing their development groups together. They're, they're kind of housing them under the Microsoft search umbrella. They're putting product and program management on Microsoft search that sits over this stack and brings those people together. So whereas before, 
you would have someone, well, I, I deal with search and outlook. I deal with search and SharePoint and, and maybe we'll talk and maybe we won't. Uh, it's, it's, they're under the search umbrella now and they're all tasked with bringing it together, which, which I think is great. It goes along with, we're going to market it correctly and then we're going to staff it and fund it correctly. I, I shudder to say this. It sounds like what we've always wanted. <laughs> it's definitely a step in the right direction, right? So, and, but what we, what we fear is and, and what we want to get across, you know, no one should see this as a, oh my gosh, I need to stop what I'm doing, right? I'm going in this path. Okay, now I'm now I'm confused, right? I don't know. Do I wait for Microsoft Search? Do I not do what I was planning? Uh, all the indications that we have are that what what you've existing what you have ex- existingly invested in uh, is going to continue to work in this model, and then there are going to be ways to to take you know advantage of it, uh, you know, in in either new developments or new deployments, or to migrate the other one. So if you're heading down the path of a cloud SSA deployment and you're heading down the path of a hybrid search, that's a fine path right now to keep keep going down. Uh, the, the data that you bring in the index will work inside of Microsoft Search. Uh, when Microsoft Search, you know, their their initial kind of releases, which, you know, they've talked about uh, the ability to connect external data, that external data connection not going through a cloud SSA, but it kind of all ends up in the in the same place and, and accessible from the same way. So uh, our message to customers is nothing really to worry about, uh, nothing to stop your existing plans, but something to learn about, right? To talk to us about, to talk to Microsoft about, understand, you know, from, from our perspective, we are, we are looking to very much fill the, the need of connectors in that model, uh, our smart hub capability for UI framework and, and personalization and AI integration is very, very kind of prime in that model. And so you wanted to still view it the same way you were before. Where do the pieces that Microsoft's bringing fit in? Where does somebody like B Insight fit in? And how does that go into your strategy? But it's definitely not something to make you rethink any 2018 or 2019 plans. You would still keep those in place and then just know that this is likely just a, an evolution of it down the line. Microsoft Search will meet you where, you're, where you are, wherever you are, and hopefully new opportunities will come from there. Right. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, kind of like closes the loop, right? So there was, there was obviously when, when we were talking about things, uh, you know, plans last, you know, last year, right? So last year they, they announced the, the Bing for business capability. And we worked, we worked closely with them, with Microsoft throughout the year on, on, on what that would look like and how it would work and how, you know, external content would show up in there. Uh, and this is just a natural progression of that. So I think that that's, that's what you'll continue to see natural progressions. More capabilities, more features, more ability to to integrate across the enterprise, and 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 you know more steps towards the the yeah what we've always wanted. Like you said before, we continue to drive in that fashion. Microsoft's serious about it. We're serious about it. If anything, it's going to open up you know CIOs realizing that okay yeah this is something that that we really do need to move to the top of our investment bracket because no one's getting less data. Right. No company's data is going down <laughs> and, and and it's not getting easier to find all that extra data. So it's a it's a key problem that needs to be at the top. And it's good to see Microsoft say, yeah, that's that's a big area of investment for us. 
Well, uh, apart from Microsoft Search, uh, you know, it, it's not as if that's the only thing going on right. at Ignite 2018. What else? Uh, what else stand out stands out to you? Uh, uh, you know, non-search takeaways from the conference. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a number of things that kind of came to mind when I was thinking about this. A couple of funny things, a couple of, of interesting things. I mean, you know, you know, like I said, Microsoft throws a great party. Uh, anyone who stayed until Thursday night to the end of the week hopefully went to uh, the kind of Ignite celebration at Universal. So you know, I don't know if you were there, Pete, but they closed down both Universal parks just for Ignite attendees. And you're thinking, wow, that's that's huge. Lots of people coming in. It was a little bit rainy to start, but that park, those parks had to be as busy that night as they were in any normal day. Right. So it was amazing for me to see, wow, wow there's really a lot of people here. You know, you were shoulder to shoulder in some areas, like the the Harry Potter area of Universal that you went to. I mean, just thousands and thousands of people there. I think that had an hour and a half wait, like fifteen minutes into the celebration, which is something that's closed off, you know, <laughs> like an hour and a half. Um so that was that was interesting uh to see great, great party that they put on. I think from from the BA Insight perspective, uh we just had a lot of really good, really, really good sessions. So we, you know, I said earlier, we didn't, we didn't do a booth, but what we did do is we got a conference room uh, and we would have people come into the conference room and, you know, have our, have meetings there, talk through things, you know, bring in lunch, bring in breakfast. Uh, and really, you know, having that, that kind of off the, sh- a little bit away from the show area to meet with people uh, a little bit out of the out of the kind of madness of the show, you get a little reprieve. Um, so that was really great. the The funny story about that is if if you've been down there, the convention center has kind of three hotels all the way around it. I actually didn't know this because um, I haven't been in a couple of years. But the Hyatt Regency is in the middle, and there's a there's two Rosen hotels on either side, Rosen Center and Rosen Plaza. So, point mm-hmm. of note, if you get a conference room at the Rosen don't tell people to just take the bridge to the Rosen because they're they'll end up in the other one <laughs> and and they're literally right. going the wrong and direction so we had that happen early on and we realized okay well ours is the Rosen Plaza that one's the Rosen Center we need to be a little bit more specific about where you need to go because if you're in the wrong one it's literally a mile it is a mile walk <laughs> <laughs> over to the other one um <laughs> no. yeah so so that was a that was an interesting takeaway we had a welcome right. to ignite ba insight encourages you to get yeah your that's steps right in. take a left not a right <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> you know, you're leaving out that's right it sounds like the team put on a, a great experience for from ba insights perspective how does that uh, influence what you're thinking for next year yeah i think next year to us we want to build on on what we what we did this year we want to continue i think you'll you'll definitely see us back right we're going to take the approach of you won't see us on the show floor, but we will have a, a place to meet with you and we'll be very specific about how to get there. Um, but I think what we want to try to do is ex- even expand on that, try to maybe get uh, a little bit more of a, maybe of a mini customer conference. We realized we had a lot of customers there. Uh, and while we tried to get you know uh, dinners with them and bring them out, it would actually be fun to bring all of them together into one one kind of meeting, like a, a, a mini, you know, customer user group thing where we can where we can actually get some, you know, maybe share some technical capabilities, have some customers swap stories and, and do it in a little bit bigger setting. So if we've got 20, 30, 40 people, 
we're looking to bring them together and do a little customer mini conference. That's one of the ideas that we had, uh, but continue to do the same things that we've done. I mean, we just, just such great conversations. I mean, you know, you're in Orlando, take everybody to dinner. We were probably 15 minutes in the dinner and we're already on a Disney world versus magic or Disneyland versus Disney world debate. Is Disneyland better? Is magic kingdom better? And I think that was probably an hour conversation at one dinner. And maybe it's just because we were in Orlando, but, uh, <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I think that's canon. I, that is the most controversial right. topic at the yeah. conference. I yeah. think if you're if you're taking sides, Absolutely. <laughs> it sounds great. And the mini conference, what a great idea! It means Ignite becomes the Matryoshka nesting doll that's of right. conferences. It's a conference in a conference, and it's yep. beautiful uh, and uh, not yeah. a little poetic. Yeah. Uh, well, this is this has been great, Sean. I'm I'm uh, so glad you're back. So glad there sounds like uh, so much opportunity and planning leading up already for next year. You know, you've only got about ten months now. Only ten months, and I've got and I've got one bit of advice for everyone. A tidbit that I that I learned. I think a lot of people learn this too. But um, a genius approach to conferences. So every one of the sessions, I think ninety percent of the sessions had this live stream option. So I didn't realize how great it was until I went back to the hotel early one afternoon. I go to the pool and there are other attendees with their phones sitting by the pool, drinking hand, alcoholic or not, I don't know, <laughs> live streaming the session that they were at. So great way to still keep the conference going, but also get a real, little relaxing in. So check out the live stream option. I thought it was great. <laughs> Pro tip from Sean Coleman. That is fantastic. Thank you uh, so much for your insights. As always, Sean, and thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to this show. We appreciate your time and your attention. Uh, Until next week, I'm Pete Wright. That's Sean Coleman, and we'll catch you right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.